Are you ready to get the body and health you've always wanted? It's time to do it. This is Bodies by Brent. Brent has been a personal trainer for 16 years, and now he's all yours. Interviewing the pros in health, wellness, and the fitness field. Get educated and motivated. Let's get to work. From Austin, Texas, this is Bodies by Brent. And this is your host, Brent Ruska. Welcome to the first episode of Bodies by Brent, but the 11th episode of podcasts. We are entering a new era of podcasts. Uh, we are now Bodies by Brent, was formerly Barbell Vitality, and we are now doing video. I thought this would be a much more fun experience for everybody. Um, and today I really wanted to share with you my experience and also my sister's experience of going through the pandemic. We're kind of on the other side the tail end, everything's kind of fizzling down now as we kind of enter back into quote unquote normal living. And I think we've all gone through a lot of ups and downs and interesting experiences in this last year. Mental, emotional, physical, spiritual. We've all been put in a pressure cooker and had to deal with many different things. And we've all either evolved or changed or transformed in some way. And I know for me, my business definitely went through a lot of change and evolution and growth. And that is why we are now here in Austin, Texas. And my sister's also in Austin, Texas. And a year ago, we were in Seattle. <laughs> yeah, we made some moves. Yeah, that's uh, pretty crazy to think about. What we're, It's going to be April next week. So I, I think, I know for at least for me, I got the notice on like March 6th hey, work from home for a month. And I'm like, okay, work from home for a month. Woohoo! Like, this is going to be great. And, you know, Brent was still continuing to work at that time at your gym. But, you know, what exactly happened after that for you? So I know when I was told to work from home for a month, which turned into still working from home for more than a year. <laughs> <laughs> How fun for an extrovert. Uh so when I, what happened with you? Like, take a, take me back. Like, I'm trying to remember. Was it in March? What was going on with you and working at your gym and everything? Yep. So being in Seattle, I think my gym shut down around March 23rd, somewhere in there. So it's almost been a full, literally a full year, like day to day. And I remember one of the trainers talking about, like, I don't know, four or five weeks before the gym shut down, this virus that was in China. And I was like... Nah, that's not going to be anything. And then very quickly, things escalated from things shutting down all the way to all of a sudden our gym was taking some time off a little bit and then really shutting down. And I was like, wow, is this real? And I think everyone maybe had a bit of a similar experience in that first week or two. It literally felt like the zombie apocalypse. At least that's how it was in Seattle. Like everything shut down. No one's outside. Everyone's like, what's happening? This is crazy. So kind of taking a week or two off, just kind of reassessing the situation. I just kept things going. You know, I kept meeting clients outside, training them where they felt comfortable. Well, 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 well. that's not exactly true. Cause I think I remember in this period of time, honestly, like Brent, you've been doing this for a long time. Like you've been training people, you've been providing, you know, health coaching, like holistic life coaching, like the whole kind of package. And I've been the one firsthand to see your business evolve and, and take like many different forms and shapes. And, you know, I know that it's uh, like the work that you do is, is very intense. It's not only, you know, working out with people, but it's a lot of emotional labor as well. You know, being with people and being that support for them and guiding them. And I actually remember at that time when everything was shut down, honestly, for you and a lot of people like hairstylists and other folks that are in really like demanding in-person positions and business owners, it actually being a time where for the beginning, it was actually nice. Like it was kind of a time to like rest, which is if you own your own business, you don't really get that because you don't ever get vacation. 
unless you mandate that you get a vacation. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, if you take a vacation, nobody's going to pay you, right? So um, I remember I feel like that was a time for you actually to like, you actually got some much needed rest. And like, do you remember that? Or what, what yeah, kind of was that like? Now, thinking about it, yeah. I mean, I was training people outside, but it was only a couple people times a week, like a couple times a week that were meeting at stairs or working on the park. But it was definitely like a hard pause, like a forced, here's a month off or more of just reflect on the direction everything's going um, and giving yourself some time to just literally sleep in. Now, of course, you know, as a business owner, you're still thinking of like, how do I pivot? How do I pivot? But in that first month or so, there wasn't much you could do, Mm-mm. right? So there was a lot of internal reflection and just kind of shutting everything down. Um, yeah, that's kind of, I remember that experience. And I, and then from that point, I remember it, it was it was a much needed rest. And I was very grateful for it. And I came to a lot of conclusions having that hard rest. Mm -hmm. I think that's why it's so important to take pauses in your life and give yourself some space to reflect. Definitely. Yeah. Well, I I think, yeah, I think, you know, for you, you, you got the chance to, yeah, catch up on a lot of rest. But like at the same time, it was a very, I mean, it still is a weird time, but it was like a really intense time at that period because... I remember for myself just constantly checking the news because it's just like, what is happening? How do I get some type of answer? What is my life going to be? And it comes to a certain point also for you with when your place of work is shut down. Uh, Okay, how do I make money now? (laughs) And I remember that being obviously a stressor. So you're in this place where you're like, forced into mandated rest but then there's also like coming in from the back there's like this feeling of okay cool but like I don't know how long it's gonna last and also like I'm gonna need some type of income at some point and you know what kind of what was that like for you then and yeah how you you mentioned kind of pivoting what did you do then well a lot of people aren't going to agree with this, but this was my experience is I thrive in chaos, a certain amount of chaos. It doesn't need to, I don't want chaos all the time, but when it hit, it's not that I was excited for it, but I love the change up. I love the change up. I love the challenge. I love the being, you know, put into this experience that it was like, okay, where can I create opportunities in this experience? And for the last two, three years living in Seattle, I was trying to find a new place to move and, and create uh, my business and find a place where I wanted to settle that felt good for my soul, felt good for my new business, felt just good for the next 20, 30 years of my life, right? And this hard stop all of a sudden was, a for me, the experience of like a giant reality check of like, look, the bay doors are open to the airplane. You can either jump or if you come back in, <laughs> the plane's going to land and you've missed your opportunity. So I saw it as a big opportunity to take a leap. So my mind went to work and I was like, okay, how do I make this work? So about two months in, you know, I'm living with some friends. We have a house together and there's a little garage in the back that is full of stuff, just full of tons of stuff. And I'm like thinking about this, thinking about this, thinking about this day and night, day and night, day and night. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to clear this whole thing out. So me and my buddy, Tony, we clear the whole thing out and I just start scouring Facebook marketplace, offer up. Craigslist, and I'm just looking for equipment. I find two lifting platforms built by a guy down south. I find a used barbell. I find a used squat rack that's nice and sturdy by old power lifter. And I find some bumper plates, some random other guy. And I slowly collect this stuff over two weeks. And luckily, I had enough money to invest in being able to build this little tiny mini gym. And then I started just offering donation-based training with clients in a very secure place. And through this experience, outside. yeah, outside. And you grabbed all the weights from dad's house too. So <laughs> yeah, weights <laughs> that I used to use when I was in high school, I started collect. I literally just kept collecting everything I could. I was doing training out in the track uh, with people that felt safe doing it and felt safe doing it with me. Uh, so it was a very cool experience because it's very freeing. And I know for a lot of people, it was a very fearful experience. And uh, for a lot of my clients and friends and people, in my community and around me, for me, I was 
that person who helped people keep their mindset focused on the good that could come out of this and that we will get through this. And I think for a lot of people, they, a lot of people were struggling to see that where I feel like there, there was a, some, there was amount of people that, you know, enjoy and thrive in that. So it was nice to be in a place where you're experiencing a challenging situation that we're all kind of going through and to be able to step forward and be that strong emotional mental support for people in your life. So it was a cool experience seeing how I would react in a situation like this, <laughs> how I would react with my business and pivoting as well. And then as it continued on, I learned that, hey, I really like training out of my garage by myself and just doing my own thing 100%. <laughs> And I was like, this is amazing. So I was super into it. Uh, yeah, I, I, really, I really actually enjoyed the process of having to leave my gym. But the, Brent, that is the, I, I, don't, I don't know how you do it because, yeah, you, you certainly, I have seen you time and time again thrive in chaos. And essentially, I can see you, you go in a certain direction and then you're like, you know what? Nope. I'm going to go that way. And then you're just in a completely different direction. But I think all those times in your life, you have jumped out of this metaphorical plane. And like when the door was open and the opportunity presented itself, I think all those experiences in the past really have, I mean, it clearly gave you some tools that you could use in a time period where everyone in the world went into lockdown, went into quarantine. So many people's businesses were closed. And I mean, I don't really, it, I'm just in awe of you and what you were able to do and what so many other people were able to do because I've always had a J-O-B, a job from like been an employee. Uh, and wow, I can't imagine the like crippling uh, stress of, you know, how am I going to put food on the table, whether it's for me or my family or my pets or whoever else, you know, as part of my household or whatnot. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty crazy. And it, so you, I, I remember this cause yeah, you were just saying, you know, Hey, if there is anyone that wants to come train at, you know, out of this garage, which was totally outdoor, or if you wanted to go to the park or a track or something like that, uh, Hey, let's, Let's do it. And I feel like, you know, seeing that article come out that so many Americans are like on average have gained 26 pounds. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. Yeah, that's a big that's a that can affect your blood work and your health in a huge way. Yeah. 26 pounds is a lot. That's a lot. It's like <laughs> five times five. So like gaining five pounds is like you feel different, but you gain five plus five plus five plus five like that that that's going to change your health. Yeah. Big and time. Like, and it yeah. can be very hard to come back from that place. And then just I mean, fitness is like one of the main ways that people deal with stress. And you're in this period of acute stress and you have no idea how long it's gonna last for. So it was really cool to see you continuing to be someone who was providing people even a moment of sanity, endorphins, uh, something to like funnel their mind into that, like that, you know, peace that comes from uh, undivided attention or focus when you're like doing something and that mental strength that comes from physical strength when you're actually working out as well. Oh my goodness. But you weren't in Seattle the whole time in the pandemic. So ultimately, when was it that you decided, hey, I'm going to move to the South. Well, during the pandemic, I was, I visited a couple places, Arizona and before the pandemic, I visited a couple other places and I was just trying to look for a new home because you and me grew up in Seattle our whole lives. And I think it, you know, one thing that's very important to me that I value a lot is personal growth, right? I value growth over more over than security. Right. So it's very important to me. So even if everything's going well with a business and success and I'm stable, 
I don't value that as much as I value continuing to grow as a human being and evolve and challenge myself. To me, that's the most important. Laying on your deathbed, I want to have had many experiences and grown as much as I possibly can. Instead Amen. Of, instead of side on the side of <laughs> security, right? I'll burn everything down just to challenge myself to grow more. Yeah, and, y- yeah you literally will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I visited a couple places and then me and my buddy Tony, we came to Austin and not even an hour or two being off Shout the plane. Shout out to Tony. Shout out to Tony. Uh <laughs> Being an hour or two off the plane, I was like, this is the place. So thinking about Texas and, and, and what I was looking for, I looked at all the different numbers and data, and a lot of it lined up. But ultimately, and I feel like this is important for me at least, is I need to have a, an emotional, intuitive gut connection. That all has to be there. I have to be somewhere and Definitely. be like, I have to react immediately with my gut and be like, this is right. Mm-hmm. If I don't feel that feeling, whether it's business relationships or whatever it is, I'm not going to do it. Yes. Data and all the information is also important, but the final say, the verdict is that feeling. Right. And I think that's important for everybody to know. Um, so I, once I what came back, you, yeah. Well, yeah, once you, I came back, you well, off so, the plane, <laughs> <laughs> hey, get hey, out of here. stop it. Get out of here. No, no, <laughs> let me talk. So <laughs> when you, got off the plane what was the feeling of austin like how did you feel and how did you react what was that like for me it just had this overwhelming well first in the summer i came in like the end of august i don't know being in austin has this like jurassic park vibe (laughs) i lived in guatemala for a while and it reminds me a lot of there and so it has this like really awesome mother nature energy that I just felt like, wow, this place is so rich with its creative soil, the support of its entrepreneurs, Mm -hmm. the support of people collaborating. And that was something that was missing in Seattle. Love Seattle, but Seattle has a little bit of a closed uh, culture, has a closed kind of like, I'm doing this. These are like my three friends. I'll be nice to you, but I don't really want to talk to you where Austin is like, who are you? What's your name? Let's do stuff. Yeah. Let's go. And this soil, like, like, like a volcanic, you know, region, is just so bountiful and rich to make like, something happen. And so, I think it's the nature because, yeah. um, I traveled back to. So I also moved to Austin as well, and it, at the beginning of August, and but I moved here sight unseen. So woohoo, YOLO. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and. uh but Brent, Brent had to be fair. Brent had scouted, scouted. You'd scouted it out, so it was all good. It was like, all right, Big Brother says it's good to go, so I'm, I'm doing it. I'm yeah, doing it. I just, but yeah. What I was gonna say, oh yeah, is <laughs> that basically, um, it was interesting because, you know, you get here and you're, you're so right. The nature is almost like it almost has like a heartbeat, has a pulse, and. I think of Austin as truly like a spiritual vortex. Like those places where you go, where you know, "Mm, there's some magical ass shit going on here for real. And you can really feel it. And for me, it made my nervous system go. Yeah, that's a good way to describe it. Really like feel like, okay, I feel like this strong, like mother earth, nature energy that was very like healing to me. And it, it's interesting because in February of this year, that was my first time going back to Seattle to visit our parents. And when I got there, I could really feel how different the nature is there. Oh, interesting. And the trees there, all the evergreen trees, there really is, it, it feels much more stoic and somber and so I was like, oh, okay, I think I'm connecting the dots a little bit more in terms of your the nature around you really does affect how you are and your vitality and your personality because in the Northwest, it is more of a introspective type feeling. Definitely. And I think the nature is kind of dictating the order of the day or whatever you want to call it. So I was like, okay, I'm starting to understand a little bit more why people in the Northwest, there is the Seattle freeze and they're more 
in, closed in on themselves because that is what the nature is honestly, like that's the vibe that it's giving out. But here it's the sense of just kind of a eternal summer feeling and really that more of that feeling of um, heart energy versus I get more brain energy up in Seattle. Like, and there are a lot of like very smart people up there as well. No, I, I totally agree. It does definitely have this like this very nurturing, energetic feeling to it. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. It's, it's really interesting. What I also am really loving about Austin, which I imagine is great for a business owner, is uh, the man, truly the, the state motto of like being friendly or friendliness um, really shines through. And wow, that is such a a I my soul really needed that and it's really I've never experienced somewhere where people genuinely want to work with you or they want to collaborate or they want to be neighborly or be friendly like wow I've been missing this my whole life our whole lives and it's a really welcome change and yeah I mean so Brent ultimately you decided to come down here and from the moment that you actually, well, yeah, that's like kind of a journey in of itself. Like, how did you even get here? <laughs> <laughs> well, I came back. I told you, green light. You guys were like, <laughs> okay. And then you moved a month before. Amazon moved you guys down here. Uh, and then I was like, I, I'm going to, I'm like, I want to keep, you know, uh, waiting and making sure the opportunity is right. Because trying to move your whole business to a new place is a, is very challenging. You got to figure out where you're going to land. How are you going to build clientele? Uh, in get, a pandemic? Yeah. And you're going to, how are you going to get a business <laughs> license? Like there's so many unknowns. You have no idea. Am I going to run out of money? I don't know. But you were just like, just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. And then I was like, fuck it. <laughs> it's just like, I, I loaded everything I could put in my car, in my car. Anything that couldn't go in my car went away, sold it, and then got in my car and then drove down. And it took me, I took my time driving down, drove through Montana and Yellowstone santa fe and that was a fun experience and just kind of took my time coming down and then i remember entering in texas and it was hot i mean we're in september so it's like 102 plus very hot and then i think i landed with you guys for a couple days and every day just waking up trying to be like what what am i doing <laughs> <laughs> like trying to find an apartment, trying to find a place to train people. Everything I own is in my car. Everything I own. Then it was in my car for maybe two to three weeks because, you know, you got to find houses and apartments to like, you know, interview people with and see what area you want to live in. Where are you going to live? Yeah. And for you, you're like, well, where am I going to also work? Yeah. And am I going to work at a gym or what is happening? Am I going to get a job? Like total. Yeah. I mean, Oh my God, decision overload. Yeah, so every day was just like a, yeah, it was, it was <laughs> shooting rockets in every direction and be like, what's happening? <laughs> and, oh my God, oh my God. And I applied to a bunch of jobs and every time I would get through the hiring process, they're like, you're too qualified. And so at the same time, I'm trying and to- why? I, what's that? Because they would eventually, they're like, you've owned three or four different businesses. You just know too much you're probably going to take clients from our gym. And I'm like, no, I just want to work so I can live. So they, w they wouldn't <laughs> hire me at the end. I would just do too well at the interviews. And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, damn it, this is not going to work. But I'm <laughs> grateful because it was like, I wanted to go off on my own. And the only way you're going to, so the only way you're going to do anything is you've got to cut ties with your past. You got to cut, cut your safety net. This might not work for everybody, but it really will push you. This to is the Brent Ruska method. <laughs> it's the Viking method. Burn, burn the boat. Burning desire, right? If you want something and you're going you're gonna, to you go, I decide to take this, your boat lands on the coast, you burn your ships and go, we're not going back. Death or give me prosperity, basically. <laughs> right? And for me, that works well. <laughs> not always, but it, it seems to be 90% of the time. Uh, and oh, slowly, slowly. Entrepreneur mindset. Slowly, slowly, and just kept, you know, one piece at a time. I landed at a great place, Tiger ATX, out here in Oak Hill area. Uh, and I found a space where they would allow me to train and come and go as I pleased in a very safe COVID environment. And uh, it reminds me a lot of COVID safe. 
COVID safe. <laughs> very, very COVID environment. <laughs> yeah. Safe from COVID. <laughs> we, have, we have COVID on tap. Uh, so it was, it's a very garage style gym. That's where we are right now filming. Uh, and uh, yeah, and slowly, slowly, I've, we've been here seven months now, right? I got yeah, here in I think September, so. seven months. Six plus months. That's, I don't know. That's what I say. Yeah. And so business is building well, launching this podcast, and now just looking to keep connecting and creating with more people. Yeah. He's not telling you all the drama, though, because I know Brent has sent me many a voice message with like, okay, today, this is my plan. Da, 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 da. And then next day, scratch that. This is my plan. <laughs> so it's been, it's been a lot, but I've been, I've been really impressed. Like this is one of the many businesses that I know, like you have, you've had many successful businesses, but you have left them behind to, for example, when like that time you basically traveled the world for like about eight, nine months, you had a super thriving business in Seattle you're like, okay, bye. And you left. Obviously, that's not good for keeping clients. <laughs> I'm going to leave for maybe a year, maybe more. I don't yeah. know. And so I see, you know, catch you on the flip side. <laughs> and you did that. And I mean, what was it like to try to find your way in a completely new city, uh, not knowing how like the fitness industry works here, personal training, like what people are even interested in. Like, how did you do it? Basically, like walk me through and, and like, don't like, I want to know like what the fuck you struggled with. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what people need to understand is that when they say fail forward or fail often, this is, this is why you want to do that because you can't know how to, if, if I didn't, have these different businesses that I tried all different personal training business, try to start a juice company with a friend. You know, one time I had an in-home training business, online wellness coaching business. And every time I evolved, they needed to end. And every time I restarted a new business, it was challenging. But because I ended the previous building business to grow that what came forward was even better. Right. There was always that struggle in the beginning, but I always got clients eventually and it always worked out eventually, but in a bigger, greater way. So mm. being fearful to not leave something behind because you're fearful of losing security, you know, don't let that get in your head. But because I had restarted multiple businesses and, you know, traveled, you know, seven, eight months, you know, practicing yoga and doing all these different things. I, I had prepared myself my whole life to jump into a new city and restart. I didn't know exactly how I was going to do it, but because I had done similar things in the past, I was like, okay, I have some basic fundamental tools to do this. Yeah, it's super scary, but I was like, I got to fucking do it, right? There's so much growth here for me mm -hmm. and what can happen long term taking that step towards what I really feel like I need to do could be grand. And I can't live with myself if I don't take that step. Totally. All right. But what I want to know is, I mean, I don't even know if I really know this either. How did you even, how did you land on Tiger ATX? Like, how did you find this gym? How did you get your first client? Like, how did this business, I feel like you almost have a full client load. How'd you do that? Pull a fucking rabbit out of your hat so what i was doing i was <laughs> as i was deciding to move to atx or austin i was looking online at all the different gyms hitting up all the different gym owners and i've been doing that for months three four months talking to them looking at all the different options messaging the people who owned it trying to talk to different trainers right and then i kind of created an idea and a map of like all the different places i could hit and i went to a lot of different places through austin and some places kind of had something I wanted. Some were too expensive. Some didn't want an independent trainer, right? So I had kind of created this whole list before I even got down here, right? And then, So it sounds like you kind of knew what you were looking for before you got here. Yeah, I was... So you, you, yeah. you kind of, like, you'd done your market research, I guess you'd say. And then 
maybe did would you say that you wouldn't you knew your like non-negotiables yeah i knew what i was exact i knew exactly what i was looking for i was looking for a place that allowed me to just pay rent have freedom come and go as i wanted and train people how i wanted and not to be an employee so i knew wherever i landed that's what i was looking for, for sure. and so I had like kind of a general idea of where I was going to go. And I was okay working for somebody else, but like I said, never it just didn't work out that way. Uh, and then what I was doing is I was also offering free virtual training to different people in Austin. Mm. And as they would film themselves work out, I would start to post just to get a, get myself kind of in the community. And yeah. then when I got down here, I started offering some free sessions just to get some pictures and videos and try to put that out there. And for me, one of my business kind of, I don't know, uh, strategies is, you know, I like to give people free sessions. I'll train anybody and anybody, even if they sign up or don't sign up. I feel like the more people I know, the better. I want people to feel comfortable, even if they're not going to sign up, be like, I got this thing. I, I like, I have a knee pain or I just, I have some questions on what I should do with my health or where should I go? I always want to be, it's like a mechanic, right? That really friendly mechanic that everybody loves that you can take your car to and he won't give you, he won't bullshit you on what's wrong and he's not going to charge you unless he really thinks you need something. And if it's too expensive, he'll point you in a direction that's going to work for you. Mm. That's my kind of philosophy. So I love that. just reaching out to people also on Instagram and just trying to get people in to just try it, taste it. And then making connections with different people in the health and wellness field and having them do sessions with me and slowly just putting that energy out there, building connections and relationships, slowly, slowly, you will start to gravitate people into your business. Mm, I love that. Wow. And I, I was, and then something, something came into my brain about your strategy with that <laughs> friendly neighborhood mechanic. I love that. But, um, I mean, yeah, a lot of this is you got to do a lot of work before you even have a business that is chugging along. And all the while, it's like, okay, where's my income going to come from? (laughs) (laughs) How do you manage the, like, I mean, yes, you said you thrive in chaos. I mean, I've obviously seen you not thrive in chaos also. like, (laughs) yeah. There's there's many different sides to Brent. Um, but I guess what I would say is how do you how do you surf that line of like paralyzing anxiety and trying to stay focused on what it is that you're trying to create when every single day brings new challenges or opportunities? Like what exactly was that like? You know, because you come and you have all these you are now trying to get plugged into the community but i guess yeah maybe maybe that's what i'm curious and i was like how do you how do you keep like a mindset that's working for you and not against you so that's a good question because when i was in seattle and trying to restart businesses i didn't want to be there and so every day you're trying to grow something and that you like it's like being in a relationship that you're working on that you don't even want to be in and so you're like how do i stay positive when i really don't care at all right and you're like, I fucking hate this place, but I want to get out of here. <laughs> but I need to build my business to get out of here, right? So, you know, I would say trying to build business in the past, I would go through longer periods of like being depressed, being anxious, and a lot of my ability to understand how to regulate your health, mental, emotional, you know, take care of yourself in all these different ways other than just working out comes from putting myself in situations where I've dealt with extreme anxiety or depression or just like freaking out what's going to happen next. But because I've had so many experiences of like finally overcoming it, that fear is less and less and less. Also being here to me, I only feel and see as an opportunity, something that you've worked on so long to be like, I'm here to actually thrive and go full force. It's like, I only feel good, positive energy. Right. Where in the past, no, for sure not. Total struggle, not happy, right? Challenging, you know, wanting to give up multiple times, wanting to question, am I in the right field or what am I doing? Right. You know, it, it, it was very challenging getting all the way to this point. And now I still, you know, there's a lot to go. We're just beginning with this business. Like we're just in the very, you know, 5% beginning of where this is all going to go. So, but I'm in a place that allows for growth business wise 
and personal growth wise. And so it just every day is kind of like, you know, it sounds cheesy as fuck, but it's like a gift where in the past I wouldn't have said that at all. It was, it was a grind. Right. And there would be periods of time like, you know, need a therapist to talk to or need to like take time off or just literally hibernate or whatever, go through periods of like being unhappy or depressed and blah, blah, blah. Right. Definitely. So how did you also like, how did you were in the 5%, how did this business start to take off? So ultimately you kind of were scouting gyms, you found Tiger ATX, how like Tell me more about Tiger ATX, like who, like who owns this and like, how did you decide this is where you wanted to call home and then start to get clients and actually train people here? Yeah. So I love the vibe here cause it's like a wellness campus and I met George, he's the owner of it and amazing guy, super supportive, very grateful to know him and have him in my life. Uh, and then next door in this, so we have this giant where like garage that we train out of there's a house next door Mm. and we have a chiropractor amanda and a great physical therapist jonathan and so and then we're on this really large property and so it's just so open and free and calm and quiet it's just got a really nice good uh really good energy and really building clientele was just a matter of getting involved in the community as much as i could taking yoga classes you know meeting people in those classes you know, just having conversations with people at the taco truck or, you know, <laughs> talking to my dentist and inviting him in for a session, you know, meeting people and being communal. And Texas offers that ability to connect with people in such a non-threatening, you know, open-hearted, genuine way that it's so easy to build relationships here, right? Wow. And that's the key to business. So the more I just focus on that, the more it seems to kind of grow the business. Very cool. And uh, so tell me, so yeah, I mean, this place is really cool. This is actually my first time, obviously, as you know, being here. And uh, I love the vibe as well. And it just feels, yeah, I mean, it basically feels like you're outside, which is awesome. So you get to experience all of the amazing Texas weather and um yeah, just have the breeze going and like all the nature around. It's it's really cool. I would definitely I'd like to train here. Yeah, um, it's very private. I mean, when people are here, they can they're either with a trainer. There's only maybe two trainers at a time with one or two clients in a very large space with two giant garage doors open. So, yeah, we're basically outside. Mm-hmm. We also have a turf where we can train outside as well. So, yeah, it's a it's a perfect space. Very cool. Very cool. And. Like, I would love to know, like, a little bit more, like, about your clientele, like, versus, like, maybe who some of your clients were in Seattle. Like, who are some of the people that maybe have been drawn to you that or that are saying yes to you? And is there any, like, similarities among them? Or there is it kind of like, do you have a interesting collection of people? Or do your clients tell you also why they want to work with you? Yeah, that's a good question. You know, I think all my clientele have been very similar but different. So Seattle clientele was definitely a lot more tech workers, uh, and they were a bit younger, and they were, you know, just very driven, hardworking individuals, maybe single. You had a lot of engineers. Yeah, and (laughs) a lot of engineers. um, But here, it's just an eclectic uh, amount of – eclectic – eclectic (laughs) collection of different people from a lot of different families, husbands and wives, right. To people just like trying to get their health back on track to people who are just trying to lose weight and feel better for summer. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a variety Mm -hmm. definitely. And it just seems like, you know, the more you do something and the more you're kind of honing in on your craft, the right people that need to work with you will be drawn to you, right? Awesome. And so me as a trainer, there's a lot of places you can go train, right? You can go do CrossFit workouts. You can do big group workouts. You can do cycling workouts, right? But what I really specialize in is customization of training and personalization, right? Mm. It's really one-on-one or very small groups of helping you build something that's very sustainable to get the results that you really want to really understand your body through a long-term relationship that we build together to 
have you be empowered with your health and fitness. Very cool. What What do your clients want? Well, fat? most people want to lose fat and build muscle, <laughs> yes. right? But the thing that I think a lot of people don't understand is that when you start developing your fitness and you start becoming healthier, mm-hmm. you start to realize all the other areas that impact your fitness and well-being that also need to also be that need to be addressed such as, you know, sleep, mental health, emotional health, relationships, uh all these different intricate habits and ways of living that are starting to be shown to you as you get your fitness in check. And it takes a lot of one-on-one work with somebody to start to have them make those changes and reflections and growth through that, you know, through those realizations. Definitely. Yeah. I always, I always think of everybody as, I mean, so we live on earth in like a galaxy in the universe that is crazy huge. My brain cannot possibly comprehend. And I also tend to feel like each individual person is their own universe as well. And so it's one of those where, yeah, when you are training someone, they have their own life, which is connected to so many different things, like you said. So they have all of their relationships and they have their relationship with food and with sleep and with their job and with their parents or their kids or their you know pets or whatever it is, their passion and hobbies. And all of that creates like whether or not you would say overall, like, I like myself or I like my body or I'm happy with my life or I feel good in my own skin. And all of that is like a universe unto itself that is, yeah, it's all like coexisting together. And um, yeah, that's super cool thinking about you and all your clients. And um, what do you feel like people really gain or get when they specifically work with you that maybe they couldn't get from something else or, you know, working out at home, which most of us have been doing for a year. (laughs) You know, working with me is I'm going to present the opportunity for you to really understand what it is that you need. Now there's basic principles that apply to everybody, you know, lift weights, do some kind of cardio, you know, start to make some dietary habits you know, start to do certain things with nutrition that seem to reflect good health with most people, get your sleep in check and all that. But, you know, every person that squats or moves their body moves in a very different way. So being able to understand exactly how they move and as you train with somebody, the amount that they need in that training, the amount of lifting they need, cardio they need, you know, how many sets and reps and times a week, and all these different these different factors they need to start to dial in. Also, you're going to come up through stressful situations in your life. Like oh, maybe yeah. someone's going to go through divorce or you leave a job or you go through a pandemic. It seems all very simple when you go online and you see these guys and gals that are 22 being like, yeah, just lift weights and eat five meals a day and then I'm super in shape. It's like on a very basic level. Maybe that can work for a while, but if you really want to own your health and take it to another level, it is a evolving, changing process just as you are. Ain't that the truth? That's why it's the same as like having a very good doctor, someone who really yeah. over time starts to understand your needs, your health, right? And what works for you. And it's a, it's a, it's a co-creative process in that asking somebody a lot of questions, getting them curious about what works and doesn't work for them. Because many things work and many things don't work. And that's you have to be weary of stuff you see online. It's like, eat this way, don't eat this way, lift this way, don't lift this way, work out this way, don't work out this way, drink this, don't drink that. Like all of this stuff, yes and no, can work. But yeah. it's like what works for you? And that only happens through a one-on-one coaching process over time. Definitely. And if you give it that time, you know, yes, you're going to be in shape and feel good but you're going to get so much more than that. Wow. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people that we go to, right? Like if we go to the doctor, like specifically for 
our blood work or our health, like more so kind of like our, maybe our internal systems. And then we might have a therapist for like our emotional well-being, And then we have a dentist for our teeth. But a lot of times when it relates to physical health, yeah, I mean, of course there are kind of some general principles that you can go online and you can read about all this stuff, but you're right. Like each person is so unique. And I love what you said in terms of you help people identify what it is that their body needs and how that relates and corresponds to every aspect of their own life. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely powerful. I mean, at the end of the day, we still are animals and there's a lot that our lives have changed so much. We never used to be sedentary. We used to always be, you know, I guess didn't humans like we ran a lot, right? We were like endurance sort of like built for endurance or we walked like many, many, many miles per day or whatnot. And now we, and this isn't, this hasn't been like this for very long. I mean, I fucking sit all day long like at my job. I mean, or sometimes I stand, I have a standing, I can move my desk up and down. Whoopty fucking do, you know, but like, I think that's another thing that people forget is, we aren't really built to just sit and that can create a lot of problems. And so I imagine, and I actually, I do work with my own trainer myself and yeah, the amount that I've learned about myself and how to move and build muscle and develop strength and how to like key into all of these different insights. I mean, it's been really invaluable and I can't imagine what it would be like just totally on my own or it doesn't necessarily even have to be that, but not even thinking of myself as like, we're always so in our heads. We're in our minds. I feel sometimes we're so cut off from our bodies and there's so much wisdom and knowledge there. And it's so important to like work the body and move. And it's so crazy to think, okay, for, you know, thousands of years or longer, we were running through the safari or like walking, you know, 20 miles a day. And now we just literally sit. What? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Or doing manual labor, you know? Oh yeah. Farming or agriculture, like always moving or like even all those like factory jobs in the 1800s and just more like movement instead of just, I mean, also you couldn't really get anywhere. So you pretty much had to walk. Or run. Yeah, you were very physical all the time. Very physical. And yeah, it's so, it, I again, I'm thinking like, that's really cool that you said you are able to help individuals figure it out what it is that they need for kind of primarily their physical health. But of course, as we know, like we are this multidimensional complex system. So it's all connected and it all bleeds over into all the other areas of our life 100%. Um, yeah, that's really cool. You, I know you touched on, you said you're in the beginning of this 5%. Yeah. But, okay, so what is the 5%? And ultimately, where are you going? What is your vision? Did you make the right decision to move to Austin? Is this your spot? Tell us more. Tell me more. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Let's think about it. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. I'm just in a different frame of mind where... Before I saw a cap of like, okay, when I get to this place of being full with clientele and maybe doing this and this with my business, it was kind of like I saw, I don't know, it was just like an end in my mind. There's just like a blank space after that. Now it's like an open space. Mm. So it's like, you know, I'm still in the process of building my clientele up. And when I get to that place, you know, what's next with that? You know, I want to continue to keep podcasting and showcasing different people in the Austin area that have wisdom and can help educate and motivate people to get, you know, great health and get in shape, right? And just continue to be creative and keep pushing the boundaries of like, well, instead of being like, I'm just a trainer, like I'm here to help people and I'm an entrepreneur, how much bigger can it keep going step by step, right? So we don't, we don't know, you know? Wow. So if you had to boil down kind of like what your mission is in life, I mean, that was, that was actually something I was thinking. 
I mean, you have been doing this since you were 18. And so you're not sick of it yet? <laughs> what keeps been, you doing it? I've been what sick keep, of it. I've been sick of it many different times. What but, keeps you doing this? But because I've had a lot of different personal growth with myself, you know, I went through a whole spiritual period where I lived in Guatemala and then I traveled for nine months studying yoga and Thai massage, right? I, you know, studied a bunch of different neuroscience and I, you know, reading different books and applying all these different pieces that I learned that's not just physical health to people. And yeah, as a trainer, I've had evolutions of how I am a trainer and how I train people and it continues to evolve, right? Earlier, you mentioned that you're only in this beginning 5% of, I guess, maybe your vision or your business. Can you share more? What is what is the 95%? <laughs> yeah, so being in Austin has really expanded my you know, ability to think on a bigger level. And so in the past, maybe I put more restraints on like, once I get to this level, I'll be fine. But now being here, I'm in a place where I'm like, let's just keep creating and see where it goes. And I've never had this feeling before, but you know, I'm still in the process of building my clientele, just beginning this video podcasting, and I'm going to keep up leveling that as much as I can. And as long as I'm helping people and being creative, I'm just going to continue to create and create and create. So I'm very say that you're a surrendering to the process (laughs) yeah i'm definitely surrendering to the process i'm i'm more than ever not putting any self-limiting beliefs on my um on me and just being like challenge myself what's next what can i do next that i was potentially being fearful of Mm -hmm. right so that's as much as i want to share for now uh secrets secrets. (laughs) but you guys will be with me along uh, during the whole process and It'll be a fun journey, and we'll see where it all goes. Um, so thank you all for being here on the first episode of Bodies by Brent uh, and sharing our experience with the pandemic. And I look forward to you know sharing more podcasts with you, uh, helping you get the health and body you want. <laughs> uh, thank you, Lauren, for interviewing me. You know it. And I will see you guys next time. Thanks for listening to Bodies by Brent. Brent has been a personal trainer for 16 years, and he's going to be here to help you get the body and health you've always wanted. Thanks for checking out the show, and be sure to subscribe and leave a review. If you have an idea or topic for the show, maybe you want to be on the show, and you're interested in working with Brent, visit our Instagram at Bodies by Brent ATX. See you next time on Bodies by Brent. Brent.